welcome to D&D and the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master James Gressel, and with me, as always, are fun people. Say hi, fun people. Hi! Welcome to Season 2 of Dinner and Dungeons and Dragons. It's weird hearing you say that intro and me not be, like, cleaning my apartment, listening to it in my earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we're actually doing it. We have not played together since May. Yeah, I have five Holy five shit. nineteen. Actually, yeah, five nineteen eighteen was the it's last time wow. we played. It's now yeah. 11, yeah. 11, 18, it's, it's 18. Six months. Six months. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Congrats, guys. Yeah. Congrats. So we're Keep back. Dates on your notes. Yeah. Me That's too. So... I do too. Wow. Just to remember. I don't. I don't either. Sloppy In fact, ass. I got to write the date down. <laughs> I don't even take notes. The boys are so put together. I mean, Joel's notebook is like yeah. Joel's you can is sell gorgeous. that for thousands of dollars. I enjoy that. Your handwriting is so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. you. You're like, so organized. The only thing keeping that from being like a prop in the game is the lined like rule paper. Like if oh. you wrote it in like a bound book, it yeah. would it would straight up be like like look at your calligraphy. This yeah, is yes, insane. You could easily scan that and take out the lines, the blue and the red lines. Oh yeah, true. I like yeah, the, the breaking of gender stereotypes here because I feel like the mm. two girls at the table are like we don't like our notes. So just weird. We have drawings all over. Normally in school, I feel like it's the oh well, the, yeah, they got James's. Don't worry, I'm, I'm <laughs> holding up mine the rear. Are illegible and mine are super important. I literally had a dream last <laughs> night that I came here with my character sheet all messed up already. <laughs> That's funny. And that Gressel was like typical. Well, yeah, we uh, we spent some time with everybody's character sheets. We spent some time with everybody's characters. So there's going to be some new stuff uh, going forward, which I'm really excited about. And there's going to be some new dinner mechanics as well, which we'll get to later. But first, we're going to... Well, we, we ate. Spoilers. We already ate. But we, we ate the pizza. We, 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 yeah. It was so it's good. Pizza and, and, and we remembered to take a picture of it. Yes. In honor mm. of uh, our first game. recording for this season, we went back to our first recording for season one, which was pizza. Oh, nice. This wasn't a self-made one. You you made us something special all yourself. Yes. And, there, and it was so much better for <laughs> yeah, <that>. right. <laughs> I can't believe how delicious that pizza was. I just yeah. went straight margarita pizzas. I did a slow ferment on the dough that I started yesterday morning at 9 a.m. It turned out great. I'm so proud of it. I'm so happy. I didn't know that I'm, pizza crushed, crust could crunch in so many different ways <laughs> within <laughs> one bite. And still be like soft on the inside. Yeah. yeah. I, I know it was so really happy easy it. for you to uh, find the time to make that because it's not like you're planning like a giant Thanksgiving dinner uh, in <laughs> well, less than a week. That is the other thing that we're going to have later. After we're done recording, I, I made a tart that you all have to try to see if it's good enough for Thursday. Yes. Ooh. Oh, we have to. We, we couldn't be bothered. How dare <laughs> you put this in position? Yeah, that's right. Let's play. Let's play it uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I tried some stuff on it. We'll is talk it about from that Mary later. Berry's? No, no, no. This is a this is me. Oh this is, shit! This is a okay. recipe. Oh my, aggressive. Oh, you shit. Erica came up with that. My wife love came it. Up with that. Oh I my god! You need to release a cookbook. Yeah, dude. You need to release a cookbook of recipes. Maybe one day we can do a cookbook. But until then, um, we're gonna keep doing the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna keep playing D and D. Keep the story going forward. When you're listening to this, last week Joel will have released a recap of season one. Mm. Nice. Um, so hopefully well, you're. I need that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really sure need that now. <laughs> I I tried to listen to the last couple episodes on like two times speed. I do not recommend. No, it was insane. Well, yeah, especially when you get to the Slurpee whip whispers. Oh. It sounds so weird all fast. <laughs> the editing the Slurpee whispers was a nightmare. Oh, oh you're welcome. Can't imagine. And I appreciate you putting all that work in, Joel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you very much. So hopefully you, all of you, the listeners, are caught up. 
uh, and ready to go dive back into the story. I believe where we left off, and I hope I'm right because it's my story. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had just saved the day. Did pres- we? Presumably. I don't think we um, did. A bunch of, I mean, people uh, died. Uh, oh, Marjorie, Marjorie saved, saved the day. The day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, back right back. Wasn't into I it. the only one Just... who witnessed everything that happened? Yes. Yes. When uh, <laughs> Deus Ex Kiff showed up, yeah, um, I was the only, the only one, one in the room who was <laughs> conscious. Yeah, that's right. I was conscious. I was. Just, I just couldn't see anything. Couldn't hear anything. I was right. in a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> you were caught in, a, in an eldritch horror of, of uh, yeah. You saved the day. You activated the beacon, and then Flack rolled the bone dice, and you got sucked into a portal. <laughs> Do what's fun. <laughs> End of season one. And Joel was furious <laughs> that there yeah. was no denouement to this whole story we spent mm-hmm. a year doing. We talked about it, and just from my memory of what I would have wanted, I thought, "Oh man, I would have really wanted a denouement." I listened to the recording, and it's me crying out for an end, <laughs> a slow decline for the threads to be wrapped up. <laughs> Yes. So uh, I guess we're going to not really get that because we're going to dive in to take the story forward. Fuck you, Joel. Fuck you, Joel. (laughs) Wow, guys. Um, Are you guys ready? You want to dive in? Everybody's got their pizza, your coffee, your waters. Everybody ready to go? Do we have more coffee? Yeah, there should be some more left. Um, I dumped the rest of it into James's cup. I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then there is no more coffee. Sorry. We can make some more. It's okay. You had so much coffee, Beth. I need it. Yeah, like just, just let's get into combat right away. Get yourself knocked unconscious <laughs> yeah. on purpose and then go make coffee. So, you were sucked into a portal. And this isn't like last time you've been sucked into portals. You have some portal sucking experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And yep. <laughs> oh, group sucked into a portal. <laughs> Uh, if you remember, the first Bone Dice portal went through this like wave of emotions and everything, and then the uh, Feywild portal was its own kind of thing with the spell and everything. This is completely different. This is more of an instantaneous, like, boop, you're in a new place. You don't have that kind of weird stretchy feeling. You don't have all of the, the emotions. You just suddenly find yourself in a white void. But about 30 yards in front of you, you see... With his back turned to you, a very well-dressed man, balding on the top, long kind of curly hair coming out of the back of his head. Ron Jeremy. Uh, oh no, no, not Ron Jeremy. Oh. Specifically not Ron Jeremy. Taller. I'm just imagining Mark Rylance from Ready Player One, but bald on top. Okay, okay. I mean, that's a little bit Steve closer. Wright? You want me just to say who it is? Is it In Steve my Wright? head? Sure, yeah. It's Kelsey Grammer. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Such a shame that he's a jerk but he has a sexy voice <laughs> not, in, not, not in our magic world though. i love you team oh yeah what toss salad and scramble L- void yeah what was his name mark You're hamill again what mark hamill is luke skywalker what's his name kelsey, kelsey, grammar. Grammar. kelsey grammar he takes a step and falls out of the void <laughs> <laughs> can we see each other you can see each other. It's a white void. In front of the man who has his back to you, there's like a music stand and he has a book open on it and he's reading from this book. You hear him recite something like the poem that you heard when you were sucked into the bone dice portal. It's a kind of threat. We warned you. Now there's going to be consequences. You're right. Of- Kelsey Grammer is a bad guy in our world, too. <laughs> <laughs> but as you're watching this happen, a door opens just to the left of this man in the white, just in the middle of the space, a doorway opens and out comes a more slender man. Um, <gasps> slender. Oh, slender. No. Not slender. slender man. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We're just going to see man who is more slender. <laughs> 
That's what this game is. <laughs> with narrower shoulders, his suit, you can tell, is of a fashion you're not familiar with, and it doesn't really fit him great, but he seems it seems very expensive. Still Slenderman. Um, mm-hmm. And he comes through the door, and he starts to set, he snaps his fingers, and a table appears in front of him, a long table with enough seats for all of you, uh, and he starts to set this table. Uh, extravagantly and snaps his fingers again and a full feast appears and snaps his fingers again and decanter of wine appears and he sits and he pours some wine and he starts eating and he motions for you guys to come over and he says to his other companion you can stop that now they can they're here they can see us the show's over the bald man turns around and he sees you guys he's looks very very confused and he just goes oh well this is great i've been working on this for months since last time they went through this And and now it's all just ruined. I, I spent so much time. You know, I know, we've been working on stuff on our own end, too. Hey, we didn't ruin it. It's great, man. Well, thank you. Uh, so pl- what's going on? Some of us are covered in blood. Some of us just saved the world. <laughs> like, we, everyone's got stuff, sir. The skinnier man says, oh, please have a seat. We'll explain everything. Pl- just please sit down. Have some, uh, have some food. How do you move in this void? Is it like a swimming kind of thing? How, how thick <laughs> is the air? <laughs> Are you, you can what? just walk. Do you oh. say this? I, no, say no, that's this? not Juno's voice. He's not talked yet. I didn't know if there was a floor we were on. You can't see a floor, but you can feel that you're standing on something. As far as, far as you can see, it's just white. Yeah, we have to start tiptoeing gingerly towards the table. I take my seat at the right hand of the person asking us to sit, as is my rightful place. I just feel like that's where I belong. Zab is just diving in, pouring some wine. I imagine this is like Jim Carrey in Bruce Almighty, and he's just God, and he just snaps his fingers. Because like we're just in like a white void, Mm -hmm. so I'm assuming we're dead. Skinny Jim. We're all dead. Slim Jim. I have no idea. The balding man looks to his companion, and he says, Brother, I'm very confused. Why are they here? How can they see us? And the skinny man takes takes a bite of some... Uh, like a piece oh, of pie. Oh, you said he takes a pee. Takes a pee. Wait. Just steps off into the corner. Is, I mean, confirm it. Is the corner skinny man Niles? Niles? Or yeah. Niles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes! Oh, my God, child. <laughs> Are we in Sorry, Frasier? Niles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? Where's Martin? Where's, where's, where's the, the shitty dog? chair? No. Where's the dog? As far as you can tell, it's just two men who happen to look like Kelsey Grammer and David Hyde Pierce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did, oh, my God. Did you guys originally come here from a bar? <laughs> Yeah. We're all sitting now, right? You're all. Are you all sitting? Yes. Has, has yes. everybody taken a I've seat? That. Yeah. The skinny man exp- uh, starts to explain. He says, "Well, clearly, this is not their first encounter with the divine, and I'm not just talking about this pie." <laughs> <laughs> this is because we we've, F- we've s- met two two ladies. Yeah, that were like, yeah, we met two like uh, two moms who were. Uh, I mean, I think I can. They were very much more impressive than these guys, right? <laughs> They were bigger. They were huge. They were also, big. my deity, the great heifer, shines a light that shines shines brighter than all other gods in the world. Uh, all right, all right, well, right man. Cool. Down, buddy. Uh, well, the last great heifer was us. What? 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 To be fair, that last time where you guys, um, this I'm is- sorry. Do you even know what heifer means? <laughs> yeah, it's like a it's a big cow. Uh huh. In front of me, I see two men. Yes, Not uh, cows. Well, we should introduce ourselves. I am Reward, and this is my brother Risk. <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, boy. And we are gods of chance. I apologize for oh. all of the rude things I've said to you up until now. Are you saying you imitated the great heifer? Well, I think it was pretty clear last time when you guys went into one of our portals that we were imitating a bunch of things. And you 
got rewards after taking some risks. Did so, you not? Oh, that's true. Yes. That checks out. So you you're the you're the owners of the bone dice. Well, we are the bone dice. You are the bone what? dice. In, in, a, in what? a way of speaking, you see, uh, a long long ago, wait, we maybe. You, You've been jostling around in our pockets this whole time? <laughs> it's not our first choice. It's very close <laughs> to genitals. This whole journey. They're just like been a... sitting in the pocket right next to the, <laughs> the sloppy whopping parts of the boys. Wait, you're the great heifer, too? <laughs> Is this milk he even from a real you. cow? He milked you. Oh, dude, he, he milked you. you. Well, I mean, it's not 100% how that works. We made, we made certain things manifest. And and one of those things happened to be the great heifer. But you said you were the great heifer. I'm saying my god is not real. So you guys are like genies, but trapped in dice. If that works for you, sure. Yes, we are. That is what I was getting at. Long long ago, maybe long ago, we don't have a super great concept of time in here. Um, We were trapped within these dice by some sort of powerful force. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Says the skinny one. I didn't realize he could hear me. <laughs> I say to Zappas. <laughs> and, and we were trapped within these dice, and we've been kind of going around from owner to owner since, offering up our risky rewards when people would roll them. But you five are a little bit more interesting than a lot of the people who have had us in their possession. Thanks. It's very odd for you to be here. Can we free you from the bone dice? Is that something Ooh, that we could hey, do? Hey, uh, maybe let's not jump into that <laughs> I idea. say to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we don't That's want a fun idea. <laughs> well, it's it's very strange that you are able to be here in the first place. It's very odd that you can be in our void instead of in a place that we created for you to be. I like that Risk is just over here rehearsing his own poetry by himself in the white room. <laughs> well, it was the po- I didn't on. know you could walk in here. It was supposed to be the poem <laughs> that you were you heard. It was supposed to be a, we we were going to do a whole new thing. It's very and... Man behind the curtain, huh? Well, I don't have a curtain. Yet, maybe I should have a curtain. Manifest, you could a, manifest curtain. a curtain. Do you think I should have a curtain? We're just trying to, you know, help you out here. Yeah, this is a think tank now. Yeah. And then he snaps his team, fingers, right? and a, a curtain appears by his music stand, and it's a bath curtain, and it has like rubber ducks on it, <laughs> like a shower curtain, like a shower curtain. Okay, that's fun. I've yeah. seen you do better. Well, you know, it, 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 no bad ideas in brainstorming. And he snaps his fingers and it goes away. <laughs> Gressel has a look of like, do you approve on his face? And I don't know if it's Gressel <laughs> or Ringstand. <laughs> Can we wait white room with black curtains, please? Like white that? room with black Ooh. curtains. Yeah, in the white room. <laughs> Is this okay, some sixty yeah. psychedelic song? It's yeah. the white room by uh, uh, Cream. How do you know this stuff? Yeah. You could say can it's I the cream do. of the crop. Grassle gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so now now you're in a white room with black curtains. Fuck yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> I like so it. I snap my fingers. Nothing happens. Why does this feast not have milk? Give me milk. <laughs> you guys aren't really in a demanding position, says the, says the, um, says Riss. You know how, like, bad things happen, and then afterwards everybody laughs because it's a way to release the energy of, of just trauma? Yeah. I feel like that's what we're going through right now. <laughs> just kind of coming down off of a, a big escapade. That's true. I mean, for all you know, you're dead. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, real quick, are we dead? No. Whoa, great. Wait, which is it? Did we... Come and surprise you that we're not supposed to be here. You did, or did we? No, no, no. You surprised us. Bring ourselves here, and you're good. Hey, yo, it. guys! I'm having a lot of fun with these goose, but I'm also <laughs> kind of interested to hear what they have to say. <laughs> Where did you roll us? Where were you when you rolled us? We were at the the, the pillars, right? Yeah, we were the tower, I think. Right? Well, were, would you say you that you were us, in the man. presence of divine energy? Oh, is yeah. Kip divine? <laughs> <laughs> 
the beacon was right behind us. Yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, that. Okay. That's very interesting. Um and and clearly you've had some 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 sort of other divine encounter that has touched you, has marked you in a way or you wouldn't be able to come here. And the and, moms? The yeah. Moms. Maybe the moms or maybe it would be What are, what owl bear. What was the moms that that you're talking about? What I'm was sorry, that? wait a second. <laughs> Did you just say the owl bear? It probably wasn't yeah. the Jeremy. owl bear? Yeah, I thought it was. Did you think Jeremy was a god? He was yes. A, he was a dead he owl. He was a bear. god to me. He came back to life. That's a zombie. <laughs> Man, I'm still learning, all right? Uh, wait, wait, I, don't I have we... a crucial question. Yes. Is Pete here? Oh, no. <gasps> oh, no, Pete. Poor I hope Pete, that he's okay. For... <laughs> Why wouldn't you bring Pete with us? How did we get here? You rolled the bone dice and you came through a portal just like last time. Ugh. This is why I said we shouldn't do it. In any case, tell us more about these moms that you encountered. What was the nature of your encounter? I remember that they were giving some of us good feelings or specific feelings. I got visions and feelings of handshakes and agreements. I got bad feelings. Interesting. It was kind of like a rival. Were they also trapped like we are? Yes, they were <laughs> trapped behind some sort of ice, but maybe could try to... They were, they were trying to get out. Yeah, it was like an ice wall. That's very concerning that there are other gods out there that are also trapped. Do you do you know a under-counselor hottie named Yanathan? He was also there. No, we did, we we don't know uh, any such person, but this is very okay, this so is very concerning for us That's that there are good. other gods that are trapped. Um we could, if this is a trend, we're we're very worried about this. Uh, I could totally upend the the balance of power in the world. Oh, it's too bad none of us, like, worship any gods. I mean, we could worship the trap gods, and then we could make up a, a sweet song about... Stormy, this is trap so... God, trap god. You're, you're, like, finding something to be passionate about right here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm learning. <laughs> you know what? Uh, risk and reward? I think Stormy here wants to free you and all your buds. Well, that's great. Uh, we would love to be free. Uh, we would love to um, make further mischief throughout the world by oh, offering wait, people I, more. Wait, wait a minute. Maybe we could uh, hold uh, on. We got a power on this one. Wait, who's talking right now? Is that risk? I think it's reward. <laughs> I'm pretty sure reward had an accent. Reward was a little bit deeper. I feel like they're all getting away way. from me. <laughs> they're all getting We're away all from me. Our voices. I don't yeah. know if I want to free you because you imitated my god. Who is my god even free and in the world? Is my god also imprisoned? <gasps> is well, the heifer in prison? Cow person? No, it's, it's cage free. It's it's funny that you mentioned that, Juno, because now that you've had this encounter, in order to for, to be here, you've clearly been marked by the divine. You all might feel that you have some new. Abilities. I jump as energies. high as I can. <laughs> you jump. Like I also jump as high as I can. And you jump like six, and then when you land, your knees hurt a little bit. Oh, oh. this is the opposite of new abilities. I've lost. <laughs> <laughs> I've got old knees. In this place, you may not feel them fully manifest, but but when we return you to your world, you may find that you have some new abilities um, that have that are coming from this otherworldly energy. And, and for each of you, they'll manifest in different ways, depending on, you know, who you are. But with any new powers... Come new come responsibilities. It. No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> come... A set of risks. What did you think I was going to say? Great <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. Well, no, that's. Excelsior. I mean, I don't really care about responsibilities. Our thing is more like you. You give a little, you get a little. You know. Where's oh, the third okay. R? What did you do with your third brother? Arithmetic. <laughs> 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 yes, that it starts with R. Arithmetic. <laughs> 
So you're saying we're gods now? I'm saying that you might have some new abilities that could potentially come from divine beings, but no, you are certainly not gods. You could be killed. We could kill you now if we oh, wanted no, to. It's okay. Quick question: ah. Do you want to kill us right now? No, because, <laughs> because we're hoping that you know uh, what what Fle- what Fletch said. We're hoping that you might be able to free us. Uh, so so the gist of this is we have new powers, that, but they're risky. They could potentially come with risks, but they also could potentially come, come with, with rewards. rewards. Yeah. Mm. Indeed, I like that. indeed. I love that. I love the sound of that. Such a simple concept that took so long <laughs> <laughs> to, <laughs> to get to. So what what do you need from us? Well, we will return you to your world, and if you are able to figure out who is trapping these gods or, or who has at least trapped these moms that you guys uh, speak of, you might be able to track down who, who trapped us as well, or at least figure out a way to, to free us. How long have you been trapped? We aren't 100% sure. Again, not great with time. Do you feel as though you spent more time not trapped than you have spent trapped? <laughs> We're kind of infinite, so it's hard this to tell. This is like a bad improv scene. <laughs> Just one side asking questions over and over and that's over, really, and the other side just trying their best. That's concerning on our improvised <laughs> <laughs> In any case, uh, we will return you to your world. Guys, uh, I what, wonder what, if the the pillars and the gods being all out of whack is related. I don't know. I well, taste some still food. trapped. I taste some food from the table. It what? tastes good. Oh, now you gotta stay in hell. Will I still be kind of drunk if we go back? Because I've just been drinking wine this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a risk you're going to have to take. Ooh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh. But, so it, but you might get a reward. Hey, what happened to my milk? I never got that. They snap and you well, have thank some you. milk. That's a good they reward. They snap and he's already full of milk. <laughs> like milk comes out of his nose. Wait, can you tell us more about what we have? Or is this one of those things where we have to like discover it on our own? Let's find out together, shall we? Yeah. Do you guys uh, agree to help us? Yeah. Uh, yes. knowing, that, knowing that the path will be dangerous and there will be plenty of risk, but potentially a high reward if you are able to free us. Well, here's a here's God, one you sound little... like Jeff Probes just cramming this theme into everything <laughs> you can. Well, here's one little We're question. We're kind of two notes. <laughs> Here's one little question. You said that we have this mark of the divine, but you didn't give it to us since we're here. We did not. You want to give us something like you did last time? Send us away with some gifts? Oh, Juno, you're so demanding. I'm just... <laughs> we're not in a position to be demanding. We're not. Okay, Juno. Oh, <gasps> what do you be? Oh. And then they both snap their fingers, and there are two boxes, two giant... Whoa. Uh, well, not giant. Let's say they're about four feet across, four feet square. Stereotypical presence in front of you. Mario Party. Mario Party. Yeah, yeah. Mario Party or whatever, yeah. And, that, and there are two boxes in front of you, perfectly wrapped. Um, one is green with a red ribbon, and one is blue with an orange ribbon. Blue! Pick green. the blue! To the green! To the green! Don't pick either of them. It's a trap. Can I take both boxes and run? Oh, my oh, God. High risk, high reward. <laughs> uh, uh, try to lift one of the boxes. I try to lift the blue and roll orange a, one. Roll a strength check. Hell Let's yeah. Roll roll. Yeah, roll. Yeah, shake roll, that roll. box. You're it's not. a three. No, wait, 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 wait. Right. Add to it. Wait, what are you going to add to that to be able to lift it? <laughs> Athletics. It's a six. Yeah. No, you can't no, lift wait, the box. No, wait, no. Athletics? It's a nine. No, you can't lift the box. It's like Thor's hammer. <laughs> Just can't lift it. Are you it. saying I'm not good enough? I'm saying you yes. can't lift the box. <laughs> okay, I, I choose this one. Which one? Oh, no. Orange and blue. Okay, and you... Tigers. Open it up? I open it up. I rip the wrapping paper. <gasps> Make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> His face. <laughs> Six. 
You take 22 lightning damage. Oh. Wow. I run over to the green box and open it. <laughs> Jesus. If that was the bad Marjorie one. Marjorie stands up and backs away. Yeah, same with Flesh. Or it could have just been a risk to open both. Well, I'm was... taking the risk oh, of you guys opening both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, you already said you were going to do it. I already did it. Okay. If that was the bad one, Flack figures that this other one must make a, a good constitution one. save. What? <laughs> and then we're going to have to roll for initiative. Oh, oh my God. God. Hey everybody, Russell here. Welcome to Season 2 of D&D&D. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether this is your first regular episode and you just caught up with the recap last week, or whether you have been listening all the way back from Episode 1. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Season 2 premiere. Uh, we had a lot of fun recording this session. We were getting back into it a little bit. Uh, it's been a while since we have recorded. Took a little bit of a break, but we're back into it now. Uh, just wanted to update you all on a few things. We're going to make Wednesday the... Uh, weekly release date for season two. Since we're recording and editing season two at the same time, we're going to just do one episode per week on Wednesdays. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Set your feeds to automatically download so you make sure you get new episodes as soon as they come out. Be sure to follow us on social media at dndndpod on Twitter and dndndpod on Instagram or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. Uh, we're still taking submissions for magic items. Uh, if you have an idea for a magic item, send it on over to us at dndndpod at gmail.com with an item description and a suggested retail price in gold pieces, please. And we'll find a way to work it into the show. Uh, we'll find out probably in the next few weeks, depending on how the team plays the game, uh, exactly how the magic items, the user submitted magic items are going to work into the story of the show. So if you have an idea for one of those, please send them uh, our way. We've gotten some really great ones. I'm excited for the team to get their eyes on them uh, and see how they shake out in the game. So thank you to everybody who submitted. Uh, along those same lines, if you have an idea for a wild magic effect for Zabbis, we have new rules for his wild magic this season. So if you have an idea for a funny, uh, not too serious magical effect, uh, for Zabbis, send it our way at dndndpod at gmail.com, and we will add it to the random roll table uh, that Chelsea has now. So a lot of fun stuff on there and a lot of great suggestions so far. And if you have an idea that you've been mulling around, please send it our way. Beth now has D&D&D merch on her shop, uh, bethbyrad.shop. There's a link in the episode description as well. There's prints for our amazing, amazing logo, and there are now t-shirts as well. There is a D&D&D logo t-shirt, and there is a campaign team t-shirt, which is so hilarious. So check that out at Beth's shop. They're really cool, and I really appreciate all the amazing work that she has put into the art for the show. Thanks again to Joel for putting together the recap episode that came out last week and to Aaron Aston for voicing it, uh, doing that amazing voiceover work that you heard uh, describe the actions of the previous season. I will say this, even though Joel pretty much got everything right, there were a couple interpretations of things that I will say is non-canonical. So if you're a careful listener and want to try to suss out what those are and get some clues for where the story's going in season two, be my guest, but I'm not going to point them out. Uh, but there are a couple little details that Joel interpreted differently than I have them written. So so a little breadcrumb for you to go uh, treasure hunting for clues. It's a lot of metaphors in that one. Anyway, let's get right back to it. Thanks, everybody. Do what's fun.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody roll for initiative, but I'm going to I'm going to describe what just happened. So what happened is that uh, (laughs) Juno goes over and opens this blue box that appeared when he asked for presents from these gods. (laughs) Uh, When he opened the box, lightning shot out of it. Uh, And then when Flack overeager ran over to the green box and opened it up, poisonous gas uh, billowed out of it. Yeah. And now coming out of it, you see the wormy, lizardy form of two dragon wormlings, one green and one blue. So everybody roll for initiative. 18. Uh, 23 risk and rewards say this is what happens when you get a little bit too greedy you've taken a risk to ask for something and now you must face your reward and then they poof away those these are rewards well we may get a risk part yeah and so now you are in battle and it is fletch's turn you have inside of these inside of these big presents there is a one green dragon wormling and one blue dragon wormling is the box still there and they're still yeah they're like they're like coming out of the box (laughs) how close together are the boxes Close enough. Side by side. Yeah, side by side. Close enough where you, you, when Juno was presented with the option to open one or the other, they are taking up each, if we were actually playing with a board, they would each be in their own individual five foot squares. And are, are all our spell slots and everything? Uh, yeah, you're all, you're all uh-huh. re, uh, redone. But you do not have access yet to any of your level seven stuff. Got okay. it. So we're just playing with what we have. You were playing right with now. what you had before. For before, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Can I, can I say something to the group? Yep. I love you guys. We would we would never have this kind of experience if we were all not greedy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes this this stuff is annoying, but it's super fun. So thank you for being you. Thanks, buddy. I felt I felt bad, but that made me feel a lot better. <laughs> Let's take down these wormlings. Let's take down these wormlings as a team. I'm gonna fight drunk. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do it. This is drinking. That's right. Zebus, are you even of age? I'm 75. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I will take aim with my Stormtail bow at the green the green boy. Yeah, there's this fantasy land called Europe where kids can get <laughs> drunk whenever they want. Um, I rolled a 12. Uh, 12 misses. Okay, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attack again okay. with my second attack. Same thing. Oh, no, nah, I got seven. Nope, seven misses. Oops, guys, I'm having a rough uh, time. Flack, we got you. Cloud of Daggers is what I shall cast right upon these uh, presents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Musical. All right. And that's filling the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on either side, centered right in between those boxes. And once they start their turn there, they take... Uh, you know what? Let's cast this boy at a third level spell. Yeah, so why that, not? Uh, they will take 6d4 damage when they begin their turn. Great. Okay. Oh, and for my bonus action, oh. I shall use a Bardic Inspiration. There it is. Uh, to, <laughs> uh, is that just one person? Yes. Yep. So I, uh, who's after me? Beth is after you. Modrin, yeah. dear friend and uh, person who everything with me is smoothed over. 
Here's some bardic inspiration. I hope you feel inspired by my music. Hey, thanks. It's cool that you weren't the one who rolled the bone dice and got us in this position in the first place. All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, Juno, hope you feel inspired by my inspiring song. Here you go. So, what that, is it? You get an inspiration die. Set aside one D8, and you can roll that whenever you want. And uh, add that to any D20 roll. Yeah, anything that's not like a Anything damage. that's not damage. Yeah. And you can uh, you can even choose to add that after you've already rolled your thing. Yeah, so, there I go. I'm I done. will accept. Great. Can I, can I yell something to the group? Sure. Guys, what if we don't have to fight him? Can we talk to him instead? It sounds like high risk. It is Marjorie's turn. Marjorie can't talk to animals. One's lightning and one's, I'm assuming one's lightning, one's lightning and, one's and one's poison. poison. Yes. I don't know the Pokemon like readouts <laughs> for d and I'm going to go after the lightning okay. guy. Yep. Marjorie's going to jump up on the table. Acrobatics? Oh, shoot. If I go after him, though, I'm going to get hit by the dagger cloud of daggers. Yeah, if you spin mm. through it. Yeah. You could try to avoid it. I can. Yeah. You're going to try to jump over it, then that'll just make it a more difficult jump. Well, I just have to, I have to get up close to them to yep. stab them, so I'd have to oh, be in not it. Be. Not necessarily. It's a five-foot cube, correct, James? Yes. You can get to them without being in the cube. Okay, I'm going to acrobatic up onto the table. Yep. That is a 20... Yeah, that'll do it. Something. I'm going to have a short sword in my left hand and the poison dagger in my right hand, and I'm going to two-handed go after this guy. So the first right. one with the dagger with poison damage, I'm going to roll it's a knife. eight plus seven. It's a little bit stronger than a dagger. Just to clarify, it's a, it's stronger than a dagger. Oh, it's a knife. Yeah. It's 15. 15 misses. It is? Well, seven plus eight, yeah. It's 15, and that is not good enough. Really? Yep. Uh, okay, so I miss with my dagger, and then with Stormy's short sword, which is my other weapon... It is a... I'm going to hit with that one. 26. Yeah, that'll do it. Six. I hit him for six? You hit him for six. Yep. Oh, Marjorie's mad at herself and then <laughs> hides under the table. It's one of Marjorie's oh. worst rolls in like a year Ever. and a year and a half. Next is Juno. Hey, yo. Since Juno's right there. Juno's right there. Juno is in the dagger range. Yeah. yeah. Whoops. So what is the damage? James, roll the damage for Juno. Because oh, I'm going to no. try and back out of it. Well, now what are you going to do? Oh, wait a minute. If I back up, am I going to create an attack of opportunity? Mm-hmm. Juno is going to swipe and attack with his scythe. At which one? First, the poison one. Okay. Nat 20. Nice. Oh, yes. Wow. Nice. I do a total of 25 damage. Good hit. I use Horde Breaker to get the second one since it's right next to it. Yes, it is. One. 23. Yeah, that'll hit. 13. Good hit. And then I'll use my second attack to go for that one again. 22. Yeah, that hits. 11. Good work. Good good turns, you know. Yeah, yes. Wow. Yeah. Slicing and dicing the worms. It is now the um, green dragon's turn, and it is going to... Cry and cower and crawl into Marjorie's lap. No, it is going to try to bite oh. Juno. I tried. How does 19 against your AC do? It hits. Yeah, okay, so you take seven piercing damage and three poison damage. So ten total. And now cool. it is Zavis's turn. I don't know, I'm just gonna do... You're, yeah, you're across the table. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little bit drunk. Yeah. <laughs> just slamming wine. I don't know, I kind of just want to do fireball. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll start it off right. Okay, that's a level three spell. So, so now 30%. you have a 30% chance. So anything... Wait, what? 30... 30 or 100. Anything 30, Any or, 30 lower, or lower, it's going to be it's wild, a wild magic. magic surge. And you and guys you figured this your, out on your like. Yeah. yeah. Do you have your wild magic table? I have it here if you. If, oh, yeah. No, yeah, I okay. didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. 
33. Okay, you're fine. Wow. Nice. <laughs> so now, but it's fireball. So don't we all get hit? Yep. Come Wait, on, you drunk no, I bastard. No, I have a range of 150 feet. Yeah. Yeah, but where are you casting it? At the... Dragon? Yeah, you're... Oh. Or, yeah. Definitely all within 150 feet. <laughs> standing on top of them. It's a 20-foot radius. I didn't realize you guys were, like, right next to them. Joel definitely Joel is. Joel is. Am I I think 20? all of you are within oh. 20 feet, Oops. including you, Zavis. Really? So everybody <laughs> roll a dexterity saving <laughs> yeah. throw. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I'm drunk. <laughs> this is against uh, Zavis's spell save, DC. Oh, fuck. If Marjorie beats it, Marjorie's fine. Everybody yeah, else will take I, half damage. 12. I don't know. It's whatever. What do we add for this? Just dexterity? Dex, whatever 13. is next to your dexterity saving throw. Where's the 12? number? It should be right next to strength. Oh, yeah, I see. yeah. What are we beating? My spell save DC is 15. So we have to beat that. We have to Dang beat it. 15. Well, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't. I got 20. 22. Yeah, okay. So the rangers will take. I was take... hiding. But that doesn't You're matter. You're right? still within range. Yeah. yeah. So the Can't rangers from the food. <laughs> range, the, the rangers will take half damage. Chelsea, roll eight d six. Oh my god. Okay. I, cool. This will likely oh god. kill, kill the dragons. Oh no. But Yay. will it kill you as well? As her hand is over her 86? mouth. Eight d six. Oh my 66. god! I only rolled six. <laughs> I hate. Okay. Shit. 23. Really? Uh, you kill both of the dragons. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Oh, my daggers didn't even do anything. <laughs> so rangers take half. Everybody else take the full 23. That's not that bad. Yeah, I'm still alive. I am unconscious. Oh, no. Uh, Wait, are you serious? Yeah, he got hit by the lightning. Oh. I'm the negative one. I mean, we're starting it off. In canon, so. Yeah. yeah, start off with a fireball. I mean, <laughs> fireball, Juno's Judo passed I just genuinely <laughs> didn't think about that. Yeah, I, I'm imagining Zavis like half drinking the wine, just like. <laughs> yeah. Dunked Boom. on all of us. <laughs> but the dragons are dead. Yeah. Good. I feel weird about that. Inside the present boxes. Yeah. Oh? Inside the present boxes where there was once the dragons, you find a very large emerald and a very large sapphire, about the size of a softball. Cool. Marjorie grabs both. No! <laughs> Marjorie grabs both. <laughs> she wasn't even close. She was hiding under the table. Roll so a sleight of hand. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll to beat her. Uh, right, roll, both roll sleight of hand checks. I burnt crisp I killed them both. black oh hand. Oh my god. Is it baseball size? Softball size. Softball size. Nine. That's even bigger. Yeah. 25. Wow. Uh, yeah, the 25 beats the nine. Marjorie grabs both. <laughs> Crispy black fingers <laughs> from under the table. Back under the I table. I write that shit down. So we should probably pick Juno up because <laughs> oh, he got yeah, knocked out. Risk and reward materialize again. And they say, well, I hope you clearly, Juno, maybe learned a lesson. I don't know. We'll ask him when we revive Can't him. learn a lesson <laughs> if you're unconscious. Well, <laughs> I learned a lesson to fucking reap the reward before someone else can. Well, uh, let's let's find out uh, what lessons you guys will learn. And then they snap your, their fingers, and you're not in the void anymore. Crap, I wanted to ask them more questions. Dang that it. ship sailed. Oh, no. So here's what happens. You guys leave the void, but you're not instantaneously somewhere else. Now, each of you experiences something different. Uh -oh. We're going to start with Flack. Okay. You are suddenly in a black void. And around you swirl neon rainbow musical notes, like um, the, like the 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 weird dream sequence in Adventure. Dumbo. Oh. 
I thought it was the prog rock hole. Oh, God, yeah, no, let's do that. Okay. It's like the heavy metal cartoon. It's like, whoa, you it's are- like Super Jail? Yeah. It's Mandy. Yeah. You are in rock and roll heaven now. Okay. And cool. there is music blaring. There's like a giant organ that's shooting fire as it's playing yeah. notes. Amplifiers. You don't know what amplifiers are. No. What the fuck? Why can't amplifiers? we all be here? Yeah, fuck you guys. I'm a bard. <laughs> And you're swirled up in this musical energy. It's it's like uh, all of the music is manifest physically, too. So there's like rainbow ribbons coming out of the speakers and stuff and like swirling you up and lifting you up and you're like sliding down them and everything. And you're just caught up in this musical energy and you are holding your ukulele and as you're holding it, it goes from looking like a, you know, regular wooden acoustic ukulele to where it's like it's like a... I'm picturing like an SG, but like would would Flack have like a different shape to guitar? Like like if if it's an electric guitar now, it's a flying V. It's a flying V. <laughs> yeah. Okay. White, like classic flying V. No, it's purple. Purple flying V. Excellent. Yeah. So now you have a purple flying V ukulele with a lightning bolt on with it. a lightning bolt on it. <laughs> yeah. And then you blink out into white. You're now a level seven bard. Ooh. And we're going to rejoin you in a minute. Wait. Can I play a tasty riff? Yeah. Okay, I play a tasty lick. And that echoes as you void away until we rejoin you in a second. Next, we're going to do Margarine. Uh. So Margarine, uh. as you leave the white space with risk and reward, you're kind Just of- squatted down with one gem in each hand. <laughs> one gem in each hand. But those gems suddenly become boxing gloves. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's training montage. And you're, you know, the, the music is upbeat. There's a pulsing rhythm and you feel the need to just like get ready to fight. You just feel like there's stuff that you're going to have to face. There's obstacles ahead and you are going to need to fight to protect yourself and protect the ones that you love. Pump up the jams. Yeah. And you're beating a, you're beating a speed bag. Come on and slam <laughs> if you want to jab. And you kind of feel yourself feel stronger, you feel more muscular, you feel more sturdy, more ready to fight, but your joints are a little bit not as limber as they used to be. You feel that your age is kind of catching up with you a little bit. Welcome to the Grandma Jam. <laughs> <laughs> as you go through this training montage and you set up in a boxing ring and you see there's this kind of shadowy figure opposite you that's going to be your opponent, but you don't really know what it is. Uh, and then you take one epic punch at it and then poof into white. Yeah, oh. And then you're now a level six rogue and a level one fighter. Ooh. Whoa. Gram jams. Gram jams. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Why did I think of gram jams? I don't know. Juno. Yes. Am I? Am I conscious? <laughs> no. Fun. <laughs> the last thing you saw was a explosion just engulfing your vision, and then black. You wake up face down in mud. Cool, familiar feeling. <laughs> you feel the cool muckness on your face. No sense in staying down here all day. I get up, dust off, try and get some mud off my face, look around. And you're face to face with the great effort. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> is, it, is it really you? And it moves. Oh. <laughs> a deep, low, satisfying moo of assurance. I knew... I knew the other couldn't be the... Re it feels so much different seeing your, your visage. Thank you for honoring me, oh, great heifer. <laughs> and the great heifer kind of like sits back, like, like which cows shouldn't really do, but it <laughs> does, and it's kind of exposing its udders to you. Oh, no. 
Um, and it bids bids you to milk it. No. Am I going to Luke Skywalker this? Oh, no. This feels so right and so wrong. Oh, it's the character. It's the character. Okay. Yes, I will. I will. (laughs) I will gladly honor you and milk you. (laughs) And as you milk the great heifer, you are baptized Oh, oh my god. By its magical milk. Oh god, oh. which can spray in the face? <laughs> oh yeah. If he's not covered in mud, he's oh, covered Chelsea in something left. else. Chelsea just got up she and literally oh, she's back. <laughs> went through the door. <laughs> and then as you're overcome by the healing powers and the magical energies of the milk of the great heifer, that's where we're going to leave you. Fletch, you are inside of a thundercloud. Whoa. You see lightning bolts all around you, and you hear thunderclaps all around you, and you realize suddenly that this force, this this untamable natural energies of storms is coming from you. You're kind of oh. floating through this cloud, and you're controlling this lightning, and you're making it thunder. Ooh. And these forces that had once brought you nothing but pain are now under your control to an extent. And you feel that energy, and you feel this running through you, and your eyes have this purple electric glow. You smell ozone and feel this new power within you. And then there's one giant clap of thunder and a huge bolt of lightning, and then it's white for you as well. And now we're going to go to Zabbis. Yay! And Zabbis, you're still at the table. Oh, what? (laughs) Zabbis, you're still at the table with risk and reward. And they say... It's because I was a good boy. (laughs) Well, you're one who who knows more than most about the nature of risk and reward, aren't you, Zabbis? Yes. Not sure if that is a leading question. I will say yes. There's great power within you, and sometimes it's uncontrollable, and it it comes out in in crazy ways, and and I think this has happened to you several times before. What if we could offer you more power? We have a friend. Uh Uh-huh. He's he's one. I put my feet up on the table. <laughs> Go on. There's, I'm listening. There's a friend of ours who has a power of his own, and he's known to offer it in exchange for um, favors to be collected at another time. But this is great, great power and great potential. You would wield forces that are unrestrained by your risky wild magic, but it would mean making a deal with this friend of ours. What do you think about that? Yep. <laughs> Sounds great. Do you want to hear more about the the risks involved? Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess. Well, you know, we we did say that there would be um, you know, you would owe this this friend of ours a favor and he is a demon. Okay. So there's that. So if you were to sign your name in his book, you would owe this demon an undisclosed favor at another at a certain point in the future. But uh, there would be some power that goes along with it. So, But do I know what I'm going to owe him or is it just kind of a surprise for later? Well, that's a risk you're going to have to take. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then they snap their fingers and you blink out and you find yourself uh, in front of an altar. And why don't you describe what happens next? So it's an altar, very dim mood lighting. Just super mood, very aesthetic. I go up to the altar and there's, I'm assuming, a very large old book. Mm -hmm. And 
can I flip through and see what other names are in here? Or is it empty? Sure, yeah. There's a bar- it's, it's like a guest book. Yeah, you can never <laughs> find the front of this book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's some people who like were road tripping together and somehow ended up here and signed the <laughs> guest book from like 20 years ago. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I, I don't even think I'd go to the most recent entry and below it where it's blank. I sign... My name bigger than everyone else's. <laughs> uh, and what kind of uh, entity appears when you do that? In front of me, there is a very disturbingly handsome somehow <laughs> black goat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain why this goat's attractive, but he somehow is. And he's very scary, but I'm super into it. <laughs> so this goat man reaches down with a half claw, half hoof, and he touches your forehead. And now your blue hair is streaked with black. Oh, my God. Whoa. <laughs> yes. And you feel just overcome with, like, a, a magical power. Like, you can barely control it. And you stretch out your arms, and these blasts of energy, like, purple, blackish energy, like, shoot out from each hand. And there's this horrible laughter that's coming through your ears as you blink out into white oh my god and you are now a level six sorcerer and a level one warlock yes now you are all together guys check out my uke what wait (laughs) where are we you wake up in a clearing in the woods and you can see in the distance the Moonshadow Mountains, so you know that you're not too far from where you once were. You are within, presumably, a couple days from Night's Pass or Galamathir, but but without really orienting yourself, you can't figure out exactly how far away right in this moment. But you wake up and you're in this clearing, and ahead of you, you can see, you can discern that there are two different, not necessarily paths, they're not manicured, they're not roads by any means, but there are two easier ways away from this clearing. What do you do? Now you can say, Yo, guys, check out my uke. Yo, guys, check out no, Zavis' no, no, check hair. Out this u- oh, that's cool. Oh. Yeah. Check out this uke, though. Flip my I hair. play a tasty riff. You play a tasty riff, and like, um, everybody gets a bardic inspiration die. Oh! oh. oh. The D8, does Joel get a second? No. Oh. Where should I write that down? And everybody is now um, fully uh, up to your, your level 7 health. Oh. Yeah, oh, you yeah. are now level seven now. So all of the character sheets that we made are now fully in effect. Uh, so so basically we are all healed. You're all what healed. About our spell, spell slots back. Yeah. Everybody's good to go. Oh, Juno, you had this encountered. Am am I am I drenched in milk? No, oh. but you do feel <laughs> you feel a new. Do you want to describe what's happened to you? Yes, uh, uh, team. I I saw the real great heifer. As far as you know. Oh boy! I think <laughs> I saw the real. It felt like the great heifer this time. I mean, and, the first time felt like the great heifer. Oh. Too. You, you were pretty confident then too. But watch this! And I cast thaumaturgy, and I make tremors from the ground happen for one minute. Harmless ones. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. Look! Look at this business. I've got god powers. Powers from my cow god. Cows can do this? You can make the ground shake? Juno is now a level 6 ranger and a level 1 cleric. Yes, that voice is right. (laughs) (laughs) What is a cleric? What do you do? Oh, I... uh, I don't... uh, I I don't know. Uh, I I, I feel like... I feel like the great heifer wants me to use my... Use its power of nourishment and giving of life to help others feel the same. I, I guess I'm a little... I'm, I'm gratified, a little confused why this didn't happen before when it could have really helped my family, but hey, <laughs> if, I can, if I can still 
do good in the world, I will. Cool. I was nodding in agreement, like polite agreement. (laughs) If anyone needs to be healed, I think I can heal you some. I mean, I did, but suddenly I don't. Guys, I think I'm ambidextrous now. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah, my left arm's feeling pretty pumped up. Here, high, sore, high five pretty, with your with right both? hand. Yeah, just with your right hand to start. All right, I high five Stormy. Uh-oh. I don't think you need to roll. To high five. <laughs> okay. Good, because that was not good. <laughs> I high five Stormy. Oh, yeah. yeah. What about your left hand? Okay. I high five Stormy. Yeah, that felt pretty much the same. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, who can speak a weird language? Um, I can speak some language. I can speak oh, some language. Is that the star of a joke? No, it's not. What no. weird language can you speak, dude? I can speak Draconic, Elvish. Hey, who can't not- understand Draconic? Me, Everyone. I can't. Most of us. Uh, I touch Zabbis and uh, cast tongues. Okay. Is that a temporary? <laughs> that's you temporarily understand languages? Hey, speak Draconic to Zabbis. Yeah, I can do that now. Hey. I can understand you. Did they actually say things, or was it just... I don't know. I didn't cast it on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you burned that spell slot. <laughs> it was only level three. I really wanted to burn one of my level four ones. I, I technically could have done tongues before, but it was a spell I didn't know I could have had, and now I have it. But uh, yeah, I did want to try out one of these new four ones, but I only have the one spell slot for that. So. Yeah. Well, what I said was I have the ability now. I had that weird dream, and now I can sense subtle changes in atmosphere around us yeah and you feel a subtle change and then yeah which i can also i learned that i can draw energy from the atmosphere to and this uh, this i said just right now to zabbis yeah i said wow no kidding yeah (laughs) do you do you feel it in what do you feel like in your knees when it rains my entire (laughs) body i get it in my knees no i get it in my whole body i feel i feel it you you feel feel the thunder right now as you're standing in this clearing you feel a change in the air, in the path that's to the left. Guys, the path to the left is, there's some big atmospheric changes there. Oh, another another thing that's different. I I, I tried to do it just now, just to see, check everything is in working order. I can no longer reach out with my ranger senses and, and feel orcs. <laughs> just feel all the enemies in our, uh, in our path and where they are? I guess That's not. weird, man. Wonder what happened there. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've got a better deal now, because now you can heal oh, people. Sure. And I understand that orcs can be good, too. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think. That was a personal Still working on it. It's good personal growth there. Okay, so what do you guys want to do? You're in this clearing. Let's go down the dangerous path. I, for one, will always agree to go down the left-hand path yes. <laughs> well, I think as that... I stroke my new hair with sweet <laughs> oh. black streaks in it. Yeah, did we talk about that? What's up with that? Did we talk about that? There's it looks one other good. part of this. Uh-huh. So Zabbis reaches in the, into his pocket <laughs> in uh, his robe of many things, and you find something within this. Uh, and this is a arcane focus that focuses your new dark energies. What is it? Oh, it can be anything? It can be anything. This is something that was given to you by... Fuck. You're not Black Philip. Uh, um, <laughs> not Black Philip. To to channel your dark energies. Shit, I wish I, I thought about this. You can. You don't have to reveal it at this point. Okay. Yeah, I want it to be something cool. Okay. Okay. All right. So so you reach in your pocket and you feel that this is yeah. there, but you're keeping it secret. Yeah. Like Harry when he realizes he has the sorcerer's stone yeah. <laughs> in his hey, pocket. <laughs> quick question, team. Do we still have the bone dice? I reach in my pocket. They're still there. Yeah, we do. Oh, I roll sweet. them. No, 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 oh my god. <laughs> okay. 
Nothing happens, guys. But we still got them. I pick them back up and put them in my pocket. Well, team, I'm sure that Kif will get back to the city okay, and hopefully Koirim understands that we... That we're okay. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you, we were with other as, people. Pete, as, as far Pete's as you here. know, you just disappeared. And we don't have Pete? Don't have Pete, Pete yet. Pete's not here. I hope Kif can handle Pete. Yeah, me too. I don't even know where Butter I hope is. Pete can handle Kif. <laughs> Wait, where the heck did Butter oh, yeah, go? yeah, what happened to the horse? Butter's fine. Did we leave Butter at Gallum? I don't remember. We're gonna have... To, do you want to go back and look for them? You're in the middle of the woods, as far as you guys know. Well, we're rangers. We can take care of this, right? I'm going to roll a perception could, yeah. check. Okay. What are you trying to perceive? The weird energy towards our left. Yep. Whatever's going on with that. Seven plus seven is 14? 14. 14. 14, you can tell when you look that way, you kind of feel that side of the woods uh, is a little bit darker than the other side, and you can't. You're not 100% sure. Like, you look up and you're like, well, where's the sun? Is it not as drastic as, like, Beauty and the Beast? It's not, like, comical. Oh, my God, yeah. That... <laughs> no, it's not comically different, but you can... It's def- a shortcut, Philippe. You can tell that it's a little bit different. It's a little bit darker. There's a little little bit of kind of a cooler air coming at you, but not, like, blowing in your face. It's uh, But you definitely sense that there's... This is different than the other side. Yeah. Zabbis's, um Zabbis's hero here is Black Philippe. <laughs> do you, team do you do we want to try and find do we want to orient ourselves and try to get back to the beacon see if we can meet them near galamathir why i feel like we already been there done that i want to find koirin oh got, yeah we've got two paths we can take let's go down left i start walking down left D&D is executive produced, written, and edited by me, James Gressel. Co-produced and additional mixing by Joel Arnold. Our original music is by Jeremy Nisato. Hear more of Jeremy's music at jeremynisato.com. D&D&D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Radloff, Mike Saigan, and Joel Arnold. Next time on D&D&D, your wave gets the attention of one of the shadow lizards, and it kind of like drops down and starts crawling towards you. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it has, walks behind uh, everybody else. It has kind of like dark, purpley, glowy eyes inside of its shadowy body. Is that a small beast? It's medium-sized. It's, de- it's, oh. it's a decent size. It's like the size of a, of a large dog. It starts walking towards you, Juno, and it, it kind of cocks its head to one side. And it flicks its tongue out at you like like a chameleon does. A dirty 20 against your AC to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And you feel this shadowy tongue Ooh. stick into your chest. Uh-huh. And you feel oh. it kind of stick there for a second. Okay. And it kind of gloops out mm-hmm. something from you. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> and then the tongue retreats back into the shadow lizard. And the shadow lizard becomes... No. The shape of a shadowy orc. Oh, Everybody roll no. for initiative. Oh.